It was over a decade ago that uh, Brittany Cobb transitioned. She used to write about style for the morning news and Daily Candy and Forbes and all that sort of thing. And she opened a store called the Dallas Flea, which begat the Flea style. And now there are stores everywhere. And she's getting ready to open up a new one in Galleria at the at the end of the month. And there have got to be some challenges doing all that in this sort of environment. We'll find out. Brittany Cobb joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you for having me. So how do you, first of all, how do you go from writing about lifestyle to doing it? I mean, that's, that's a leap. Yeah. Well, that could take the entire podcast, to be honest. It's a long <laughs> story, but I think the Cliff's notes is, is that I was curious and kept learning about people's stories and the hard work they were putting into their small businesses, whether they were a framer, a shoemaker, a clothing designer, and I just wanted to further their stories. And so, you know, as a journalist, you can only write about people as, you know, as often as, you know, they have something new coming out. And so I try to think outside the box and a pop-up market was kind of what I came up with. It was the way I shopped as a kid. I saw the need locally in Dallas and I thought this is a way I can further support these people that I'm falling in love with and their hard work. Well, flea style, I comes from, I, I guess it's to be associated with a flea market, right? Right. So but the name not, started, this is not I, really a flea market. Not anymore, but it was, I mean, Dallas style, I would say. Yeah. Um, I grew up shopping flea markets. In fact, I'm speaking to you currently from Los Angeles. I just shopped a flea market yesterday all day for our store. So it's still a huge part of our story. But back in the day when I started it out, we were actually a pop-up flea market. So vendors would set up, they would sell their goods for the day and then go away. And what happened was I continued doing it as a journalist. So I was kind of, it was an early like side hustle, if you will. And um, I just wanted to support them more and more. And more than that, my shopper wanted to support them more than a few times a year. So retail really made sense. At the time, I thought I'd have one little store. Uh, the vendors would roll their goods in and I'd sell them kind of consignment style until I was you know, old and gray and it was going to be the rest of my kind of um, career path. But what happened was people really fell in love with it and it evolved. It, it's been grassroots from day one, but I've just continued to get creative and think outside the box. And it's grown into a, a really robust retail business. Well, so you've got, you know, you've got down the original store down in Deep Ellum. You opened out by the, the, the star in Frisco and you're in Fort Worth. Like I say, you're getting ready to go, to go into Galleria, but this creates a lot of demand. I mean, you've got to have product. You can't wait for some vendor to sort of wander in and say, well, let's see if this flies. I mean, now you're you're into the supply chain. Oh, very much. I'm actually speaking to you from a showroom in Los Angeles at a buying meeting, creating our first custom clothing line. Um, but to kind of, you know, roll back and answer your question, you're right. And what happened was, I, I mean, I always thought we would stay kind of the consignment model, maybe add some of my flea market finds or small things I find here and there. But what happened with COVID was the supply chain dried up. And so my stores were still open. I was pushing as hard as I could to stay afloat, protect my team, and I needed product. And so I had to go buy product. I didn't have a choice. So it started small with going to Dallas market, buying what I personally liked. I, I started very, very light and conservative. I'd never done this. I have zero background in buying um, apparel anyway. And what I found out was that I had learned my customers so well over those couple of years that I actually knew exactly what they wanted. And instead of hoping for it rolling in through a vendor or a small business, I was able to actually execute that myself. And so it only 
threw fire and gas on our business and really let us kind of take it to the next level, which has been to open more stores and really thrive in a tough time. Um, but yeah, it's very difficult with the supply chain issues, getting product. Um, you know, there's certain categories we really want to lean into that are, are difficult for us. If you follow us, you know, we love hats. That's been a tough one because most of ours are made in Texas and it's been really difficult for those um, purveyors, but we're figuring it out and still able to lean on our small businesses too for a really well-rounded business that always lets us pull from somewhere. So you said something that, that I found interesting. So you write about lifestyle. So to that degree, you're, you're an influencer, but you said you know what your customer wants, but so is there a chicken or an egg? Do you do they tell you what they want or do you tell them what they want? That's a great question. I would say it's probably a little bit of both. Um, yes, I'm an influencer in the sense that if I love something, I talk about it. And with having a, a good following, people listen and hopefully we're connected. They're following me for a reason and they trust and they want that item um, as well. A lot of times it's not so much because it's on me. It's the story behind it. Like yesterday shopping the Long Beach Flea, you know, I'm hand curating and collecting these things just for them. And that's special. And that's really different than most retailers. So people buy into it and they love it. Um, on the flip side, I, if you ask any employee of mine, I'm probably the most involved owner anyone's ever met. I touch everything. Um, I love my customer. And so I do truly know them. I look and see what they wear when they walk in the door. I personally answer every DM to know what people want. So it's, it's a combination. I think that's where the magic lies is, is really being involved at all angles. You know, and the, the transition is interesting. So Deep Ellum, I can understand. That makes all the sense of the world for store number one, and especially for your concept. But then you jump all the way to Frisco next to the Dallas Cowboys. With all due respect, Brittany, that makes no sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't disagree. Um, from the surface level, I, I understand that. You know, I, I look at business in, in various ways. One is I look for really interesting real estate or interesting opportunities. And the, the Frisco one was, was because of this big open market that was only 20 minutes north. So as a working mom, very close to my kid's school, allowed me to still have work-life balance, but had this whole new world opened up to me. Um, the cool thing about Frisco is we really don't just draw Frisco, but it's everything north and up to Oklahoma. So being so close, but being able to open up our world to all of those people was really interesting. I also love the star because of the partnership with the ownership. They are really helpful. They really helped us build the store and restaurant of our dreams. We actually have a restaurant in that location as well. And so I was all in because if, you know, a lot of people might not understand, but your landlord and your partnership with, with the person you're leasing with is super important. Oh, yeah. That support can make or break you. And we have it, um, you know, with rainbow colors up in Frisco, they're just the best partners. Um, and then you go to, you know, Fort Worth and again, it's super close, but then you have this very heritage Western vibe and that customer is very different than the others. So, so do you stock it differently? It. Yeah, you do. So we lean into fringe and denim and like a little bit more bling. Um, that customer is also very touristy. A lot of people are coming to Texas for the first time because of the stockyards. So we can really play up the Texas vibe. And that's really fun as a brand to be able to have all of these tentacles and different vibes and, and you know, apparel buys, but still be so close to home for distribution reasons, for work-life balance reasons. It's really worked well for us. It'll be fun to see what you're doing, Galleria, because Galleria really is an eclectic mall. What a lot of people don't understand about the Galleria is, 
it gets an enormous international component. Right. Uh, you, you know, people it. fly in and stay at the, the Westin and just to shop. You absolutely nailed it. So I was really nervous to enter the mall, to be very honest. We get approached to enter malls all across the U.S. every week. Um, but this one was different. A, it was again close to really test the model where I can have my finger on the pulse super tight. But also to your point, it's not going to be the same customer as Deep Ellum or Frisco, maybe a little bit, but for the most part, it's opening up this window in our backyard to an international audience that we can't touch very easily currently. So it's really exciting. And it's one that I am um, most eager to learn because I think if we can figure that and crack up this code out, we can really scale and expand quickly yeah. to other malls. So I'm excited to do it in my backyard. So where's the growth for, is this organic? Do you have, you have outside investors? No, uh, I own it 100%. There, there's no funding. We're organically grown. We, wow. for every dollar we make, we spend it um, the, the most thoughtful way we can. Um, but the plan is stay curious, stay close to the pulse and make decisions with the best information you have. Um, I can't tell you what tomorrow looks like, but I do see us expanding the Fleestyle brand. We also have a brand called Wide Brim that's inside the Drover Hotel. That's a really exciting opportunity I want to grow. It's a smaller footprint. It's an easier business, to be honest. Um, so really excited to explore other opportunities with various hotels. We're talking to a few chains currently. So I don't know what the world holds for us, but um, the plan is to absolutely grow it. Um, until it doesn't feel right. And e-commerce? I mean, do you, are you into e-commerce? E yeah, yeah. We have an online store. Um, it's not the biggest part of our business, but it is growing every year. Uh, I would love to grow it. Digital is where it's at for so many brands. It's also really hard. Um, so well, especially for you, isn't it? Because I mean, my sense is you don't have, you don't order like 40 of the same dresses or something. I mean, you do you have big inventory, multiple you know, items we, of, the, of, the, of the same item? It's growing, uh, you know, every day. We, we order actually more than 40 of every SKU. We, we order a lot of yeah, inventory, really? okay. but we move it really quickly. Um, you know, the interesting thing for us with online is we have five locations, but they're all within 20 miles of each other. So our customer is hyper local. So to go online is hard because she lives in our backyard and can go to the store. So really that's going to take a, we do sell online and it does do well relatively, but for us to really, you know, make it go ablaze would take us to really learn how to market coast to coast and gain a customer way outside of Texas. Well, or at least Austin, I mean, you're a nat, you would seem to be a natural for Austin and by extension, I mm -hmm. guess Houston, maybe San Antonio. Yeah. Our biggest customer outside of Texas is actually California. Um, but yeah, you know, we just need to get a bigger mar marketing plan in place. And I'm just such an organic growth person that I'm taking my time with that, but it will come for sure. It sounds like a lot of fun. I'm really impressed. I can't <laughs> wait to see the, uh, the, the next store. I'll, I'll go buy a hat. Uh, there's come some crossover stuff. That's what I love hats. Anyway, uh, Brittany yeah, Cobb is the founder CEO of flea style F L E A. It's good to spend some time with you. Thank you a lot. You too. Thank you. Thanks for more of our conversation. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.